beholden to uh, gas and oil interest. I mean, you know, there may be exceptions, and you have to prove it in each instance, but, you know, it's almost a giveaway. Um, that's, that's just an aside. Um, well, we're coming down to the final times for our show here. Um, it's just been wonderful um, talking with you today. Sam Stein, author of Capital City, available now from Verso Books. Um, and uh, it's wonderful to just get this kind of broad look um, at these infrastructures and how to um, those will, uh, if we elect the right candidates uh, at both the national and local, le- you know, local levels. Um, you know, we can change some of these things to um, relieve and support the life of more people. Stay tuned to PRN.FM for more empowering ideas from Progressive Voices. Hi there, this is Gerald Salenti, and you know what today is? It's Wednesday. Trends this week on Progressive Radio Network. Yep, here we are live from Kingston, New York. Kingstown. First capital of New York State. Matter of fact, the Constitution that was written for New York State, much of it is America's Constitution. Yeah, but what the hell is a Constitution? It's not worth the paper it wasn't written on. (laughs) Well, it was written on. You got freaks and fools destroying it every day. Yep, that's one of the foundations of Occupy Peace, to force Congress to vote to go to war, which they have not done since World War II. What right do they have to do this? Oh, we're going to change it. You know, we're going to give, uh, we're going to give El Presidente of Los Estados Unidos the right to do anything he wants to do, kill anybody that he wants to kill. Just like those crazy people that go in Dayton, Ohio, Sandy Hook, El Paso, one after another. What makes those crazy people any different than the crazy people running governments? I don't like that guy, Gaddafi. I want him out of there. Get rid of him. I don't care who you kill. Get rid of him. All right? I got to go on a trip now with my mother-in-law and kids and my wife and jump on a plane and go to Rio. And that's what Obama did when he did it. Yep. Almost to the date in March. Exact date, I believe, that another lying freak, piece of scum crap, low-life garbage, El Presidente of the United States, George W. Bush. Yep. That's Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction. I want him out of there. I don't care if it's a lie. I want them out of there. I don't care if they kill a million people, and I don't care if it costs a trillion dollars. 
to destroy Afghanistan and Iraq. I want what makes them any different than the sick people that destroy other people. Because they don't like them. I don't like them. Yep. It's a freak show. And we got the perfect freak in office to show us what a clown it is. A clown show. The greatest show on earth. The presidential reality show. Look at this jerk. This piece of garbage. This narcissistic fat boy. Oh, he called another guy fat, right? Obese at a at a uh, a rally recently, and he forgot that the guy he didn't know that the guy was a supporter of him, so he apologized. It wouldn't have been an apology if the guy wasn't a supporter, you know. Look at him. See, Obama, the arrogant Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner that all them liberals love. He could lie with a straight face and an arrogant attitude and get away with it. But Trump, boy, he shows what it really is. That's why I like Trump. Because he can't hide what a freak show it really is. Yep. It's a freak show. And this thing is going down. Get ready for the greatest depression. History is repeating itself. Trade wars, currency wars, depression, World War II, Gabisha. Trade wars, currency wars, greatest depression, World War III. Got it. Hey, she was going over there in Indonesia when they deployed troops in West Papa region. As protests spread? Nah, who cares about that? Hey, what's going on in Yemen? Ah, slaughter them. As long as we sell them weapons and make money, I don't care. It's the worst humanitarian crisis on earth. Hey, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be all right. Libya, Syria, Iraq. Yep. Hey, isn't it wonderful what India did, taking over Kashmir? I'm ripping up that 1947 agreement. The land is ours. F you, Pakistan. You can pack it. Ain't yours, it's ours. Oh, two nuclear-powered crazy countries going after each other. And boy, does India have problems. 1.4 billion people and 1.4 billion problems. Droughts, flooding on the other end, economy sinking, pollution. When all else fails, they take you to war. Load interest rates four times. Boom, 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 boom. Trying to pop up the economy. Yep. Global war. And then, of course, there's Afghanistan, excuse me, uh, Iran. And I forgot Venezuela. But don't worry about the Greatest Depression. It's only a bunch of BS. Don't believe me. Believe Credit Suisse. Oh, believe the banksters. 
How stupid can you be if you believe in them and not me? Because a recession dashboard from Credit Suisse indicates the economy is nowhere near recession. So, because you can't pay your bills, you ain't got no dough, can't find a decent paying job or one at all, don't worry about it. Everything is okay. Yeah. That's right. Trump said so. And so did Credit Suisse. Credit Suisse. Oh, Deutsche Bank. How about that one? Ah, that's only over in Germany. Oh, you mean the uh, fourth largest economy in the world, that one? Oh, they're going into a recession. Ah, don't pay any attention to that, Salenti. Stay at home. Be narrow-minded. Tune into the stupid news. Yeah. The stupid news. Hey, where's the stupid news? That guy, that Epstein thing is out of the news now, right? Gone. He hung himself. Yeah, right. It's a conspiracy theory if you don't believe it. Yeah, okay, got it, man. Yeah, we heard from the uh, Buckingham Palace. They said in a statement that Prince Andrew has said he was appalled by the allegations of sexual abuse surrounding Jeffrey Epstein after a video was released showing him at the home of the convicted pedophile uh, Epstein waving goodbye to some woman that was leaving. Quote, the Duke of York has been appalled by the recent reports of Jeffrey Epstein's alleged crimes, Buckingham Palace said. Quote, His Royal Highness deplores the exploitation of any human being and suggestion and the suggestion he would condone, participate in or encourage any such behavior is abhorrent. Ah, horrent? Abhor? Oh, there, I guess he was, uh, I guess uh, Epstein did have some abhors there, right? Abhorrent. Yep. So they got this video, you know, of him waving goodbye to this woman. And uh, Prince Andrew, I love it. His highness. Yeah, his highness. Yep. Yeah, salute. Yeah, uh, you know what I would like to say, but I get bleep for it, Highness. And they roll out the red carpet. They do it for politicians. What a bunch of crap. Out of the news. Out of the news. All the high-level people involved with this Epstein cat. Fuck. Gone. Don't say anything bad. Yep, the media shut down on the Epstein story, man. All they do is bring you dumb stuff anyway. Yes, yes, yes. And it is dumb out there. Again, what makes these mass murderers like Obama and Bush and Clinton and Trump? Oh, Trump. Oh, Trump with his... Economic warfare being imposed upon the poor people of Venezuela. And now he's talking about, we're going to blockade the place. And what he's doing to Iran. 
and of course the Palestinians, but we can't talk about Palestinians because, hey, I don't want to be called an anti-Semite. Yeah, you know what you could do with that. So this guy, this gunman in, in Dayton, oh, he's on antidepressants. Gee, what, blow me away, man. Never would have figured that one out. Antidepressants. Yeah, the stuff that gets you to go crazy. The greatest depression is global nomic. It's bigger than a depression of economics. People are depressed. You look at the studies coming out. Look what the people look like in this country. The obesity levels. And I see these ads. You know, we're on YouTube, by the way. You go to uh, Gerald Salenti. The last one we put up, by the way, just a couple of days ago, four or five days ago, has already 75,000 views. And they got these commercials of, you know, very, 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 very overweight women showing their overweightness as they're putting on clothes and showing how these elastic clothes can make them look better. And then this other one, Noom. You look at what society's become. These are the commercials they run on, on YouTube, on the, on the ones that we... Uh, on our site, you know, I, I put one on everybody's site, but I'm just saying, you know, I, as I go check the thing out, the YouTube thing, and uh, so 76,000 views five days ago. I could not put my feet down anymore. What's this one? It is joint pain free. Okay. Yep. Uh, anyway, drugged out, depressed, economically, spiritually. Morally, people feel it in their pocketbook and they feel it in their bones. The greatest depression, and they're going to lose their homes. They're going to lose their jobs. They're going to lose their businesses, unless it's reversed. And it's doubtful that it will be, considering who's in power and what the agendas are. More government spending, which means higher taxes for us, as they give lower taxes to their friends. The Greatest Depression. Again, people feel it in their pocketbook, and they feel it in their bones. It's one of the reasons gold prices are going up. And you know me. I was the first to call it. The gold bull run, June 6th, and our trend alert, and our trend alert. Nickel's taking a bit of a hit. Yeah, it's only at 15.03 now. <laughs> it was $1,332 when I made that forecast in June. And now gold is at $1,503. Negative bond yields. Can't make this stuff up. You know, folks listening to PRN, I got a good deal for you. I got a bond I want to sell you. Don't worry about it. You're going to get your money back. It's a 10-year bond, 20-year bond, 30-year bond. Put your money up. Put your money up. Secure as can be. Don't worry about it. You're going to get all your money back. Well, not all of it. You're going to get less than your money back because it's called a negative yield. Can you make that? I'm not making this up. Negative bond yields. 17 trillion. 17 trillion negative bond yields 
in government and corporate bonds right now in the world. That's why people are going into gold. There's no place to put their money, and they're going to keep lowering interest rates to prop up failing economies. They're doing it all over the world. Philippines, Thailand, India. Hey, south of the border, down Mexico way. Oh, yeah, they lowered them too. Guess what? Going into recession over there as well. The recession has begun, but don't believe me. Believe Credit Suisse. Hey, how about Goldman Sachs? Why not J.P. Morgan Chase? Believe them. Believe Trump. Yeah, he wouldn't lie. He has a great track record of telling the truth. Watch out for the black swan events. India and Pakistan, Hong Kong and China. Think about it. Last Sunday, 1.4 million people in a place with 7.4 million people took to the streets. In the United States, well, with 320 million people, you're lucky to get a million people out to wear pink pussy hats one day and make a big deal out of it all over the country. Oh, and it was raining. They all had umbrellas. Can you imagine Americans doing that? Piff. They can't even get up. And by the way, I know this is going to make a lot of people angry. They'll probably uh, they'll email uh, Gary Nolts. I'll get me off the air. If I was running the show, one of the things I would do, and I mean the show, not Progressive Radio Network. I'm talking about the big show. Yeah, the one that The Apprentice has now, the presidential reality show. That's what I'm talking about. I'd have a fat tax. That's right. The more you weigh, the more you pay. The more overweight you are, the levels toward obesity. Now it's beyond obesity, by the way. Beyond obesity. You've got to come up with a new name. You know, it's beyond that. I don't want to pay for the illnesses of people that are grossly overweight. The facts are there what it costs. I don't want to pay for it. Just like I don't want to pay for illegal people coming over the border. I don't want to pay for their health care. I don't want to pay for their, 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 their education. I don't want to pay for their housing. I don't want to pay to feed them. I don't want to pay. If you want to pay, that's okay. I don't want to pay. I want to bring home the troops and secure the homeland. No wall. That's stupid. And... I say we should have a referendum on it. Yes, I want to pay more money. I want you to raise my taxes so I could feed, clothe, house, educate, and take care of their health issues of illegal people coming into the country. No. I want to secure the borders, and I'm willing to pay X amount of dollars in taxes to do so. Let we, the people, decide. That's the way I look at it. You could look at it your way. The motto of the Trends Journal is, think for yourself. I know, I know, that's tough today. I listen to Fox. I listen to MSNBC. Yep, listen to PRN, you think for yourself. Different views, and nothing skewed. 
Just the facts, folks. Just the facts. Hey, how about what happened with Iran, huh? Remember what I said after Iran shot down that drone? U.S. drone, not one of these kid drones. This is like a, it was either a hundred million or two hundred million dollar drone, depending on whose numbers you believed. I said, after Trump said, well, we didn't retaliate because we were going to kill about 150 people. And I didn't think it was worth it. Hey, clown boy, junk food eater with a junk food mind, you didn't shoot it down because the Straits of Hormuz with all those ships over there and that battle squad you got there, that aircraft carriers and the battle group, it would have been Pearl Harbor. The Iranians would have wiped out these ships. These ships are antiquated as horse and buggies and shields and spears and catapults. Out of the water in a flash. Boop, bap. See you later. Sayonara. That's why they didn't retaliate. So, we're going to show them, Iranians. We're going to steal their ship. Over there in Gibraltar, that's filled with oil. And we're going to say we're taking it because, well, it's against the sanctions that we scum put on them. So Iran says, hey, we want our ship back. Well, we're not giving it back to you. Oh, by the way, I love how proper the English are. Those murderous freaks for centuries. Oh, the sun never sets on the British Empire. Hey, you folks in India and Pakistan, didn't you love them when they were there? Oh, yeah. Colonizers, occupiers. Anyway, Salenti, calm down. Be proper like the British. If you speak properly, then you can murder more people and get away with it like Obama did. All right, all right, I'll cool down. I'm a Napolitano, born in the Bronx. What do you expect? Get it in your head. We're different. It's in our blood, capisce? Oh, no, I don't understand. Of course you don't understand it, because your blood is cold, man. And women. Anyway, going back to Iran. We want our ship back. We're not giving it to you. Don't you know who we are? We're little servants of America. They told us to take the ship, and we took it, and you're not getting it back. Hey, payback's a bitch. So here's what happened. You know. The Iranians took a British ship. Guess what? Iran got their ship back. Iran got their ship back. Yep. That's the right. They got it back. Tit for tat. Nah, don't report me for saying tit for tat. I didn't mean tit. You know, it's a saying, tit for tat. So all of me too is take it easy, all right? Because men have tits too. And the way that obesity level's going, uh, some of them are a lot bigger than the other ones. But anyway, Tehran claims vindication after Gibraltar freeze oil tanker. That is the headline in yesterday's Financial Times. 
Tehran claims vindication after Gibraltar frees oil tanker. They didn't claim vindication. They claimed victory. Victory at sea. Yep. Yep. Tit for tat. You steal our ship, we steal yours. And they got it back. So they'll probably let go of the Iranian, the, the English ship pretty soon as well. Again, there's disturbances all over the world, and we're warning you to stay attuned. And, of course, tune into our Trends in the News broadcast when you're a subscriber to the Trends Journal. And we put one up a week on, on YouTube. Go check it out. Gerald Salente, C-E-L-E-N-T-E. Actually, my real last name is Cialentano. There's a famous cat over there in Italy. He brought bell bottoms to, uh, to Italy back in the day. Adriano Celentano. And, uh, eh, things happened, you know, so they changed. They took out the A. And my mother, may she rest in peace, crossed out the A and O on our birth certificate and put an E. So I have one brother that's a Celentano. When he went in the army, they made him a Celentano. The other one became a Celenti, but I'm still a Celenti. But anyway... Look around the world and what's going on. Police suppress street protests, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe's police beat protesters on the streets of the capital. After the government banned demonstrations against mismanagement of the economy. Take a trip around the world. It's going down. I talked about the migrant crisis. When I talk about the Greatest Depression, go back to two, 2000, go back to 1930s, when the Great Depression hit. One of our top trends for 2019, trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com, the only magazine in the world where you will read history before it happens. One of the top trends was, is, Human waves. People leaving poverty, corruption, violence. Find safe havens in a future. From South America to Africa. From Zimbabwe to Yemen. From rural areas, you name it. They want to get out and go somewhere else. The Greatest Depression is going to be much worse than the Great Depression. Too many people, not enough jobs, and not enough resources. Just look at the numbers. And I'm not great at numbers, but this is an easy one. Go back to the Great Depression, 1930s. How many people were on the planet? Take a guess. What do we have now? Let's see. I'm going to Google it up. I think it's 1.67. I think it's 7.6 billion. How many people on Earth? Let's see what we got. 
7.53 billion. Selenny, you were off by 0.07. <laughs> All right, take it easy. 7.5 billion people. We've added 5.5 billion people in less than 100 years. Capisce? Got it? They're going to be flooding out of countries. Pouring out of countries. And now, not only as the global depression takes hold, and you want to know when it's going to take hold, and who's going to hit first, send $29.95 to... <laughs> nah, I'm only kidding. But you should subscribe to the Trends Journal. Believe it's going to happen after the 2020 elections. That's when it'll hit the United States. going to hit other countries first. It has already, actually. So, going back. You got 5 billion people. Where are they going to get jobs? Because it's going to get worse, as I said, because now you add on top of that high-tech, robotics, replacing people to do menial jobs, whether it's in copper mines or on the fields or in manufacturing, in retail, you name it, more and more jobs are going to be lost. The human waves crises is going to be something that no one is speaking about nor prepared for. What they'll do is put it in political terms. Ah, oh, they're populists. Oh, yeah, they're anti-immigration. Oh, they're anti-globalist. They're going to do something rather than calling it what it is. And by the way, according to the latest reports, you know where most of the people are coming from? The highest birth rates? Africa. They're talking about in some of the poorest places. They're talking about seven children per family. There's no way that Africa can support that population. Ain't going to happen. No way, no how. Europe is in for a tough time. It wasn't always like that for Europe, however, until they got rid of Gaddafi. He stopped them from coming out of Libya and into Europe. So that's where we are now. I'm going to be back in a little bit. And, uh, of course, love to hear from you. Call 888-874-4888, 888-874-4888. Be back in a few. The Progressive Radio Network is a thinking person's network for our world's progressive visionaries and stakeholders and great thinkers to assemble on the commercial-free and listener-supported network. Our provocative hosts speak freely and passionately on intriguing and urgent topics such as health and news and politics and women's issues and philosophy and more. 
that directly impact our lives. Progressive Radio Network takes chances. Our voices and ideas are not always welcomed by corporate media. So Progressive Radio Network is a very important outlet for these great thinkers. Heidi Bogosian, co-host of Law and Disorder Radio. Tune in Wednesdays at 5 p.m. to hear timely analysis on issues concerning civil liberties, privacy, the right to dissent, and even practices of torture by the U.S. government and private corporations. Our guests are leading authorities in their fields from around the country and sometimes internationally. They include authors, lawyers, activists, scholars, and many more. That's Wednesday at 5 p.m. right here on the Progressive Radio Network. Yeah, I'm not known as a gadget guy, but I love gadgets that really do the trick, like the new app. The Progressive Radio Network has an app thanks to our friends at Audio Now. Hey, this is Mark Farrell, host to Insight on Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time where we broadcast live out of New York City. But if you can't catch the show live, no frets. It's always archived. It's always on the app. Download it now. Listen now. Listen later whenever you want. The Progressive Radio Network app is available from our friends at Audio Now. Check it out. Bacala, oh mama, zuma zuma bacala. Yeah, that musician will always have the trumpet in his hand, huh? Oh, what kind of trumpet is he talking about? Be proper, Salente. Hey, we got Matt from Oregon. How you doing there, Matt? Hey, how's it going, Gerald? Uh, I was just curious, I mean, because I think you, in the last couple of shows, you discussed Saudi Arabia. Um, I remember, like, about I don't know, I think it was sometime in uh, 2015, uh, I, I forget what paper it was, but it had uh, printed a report from the IMF that uh, forecasted Saudi Arabia to be bankrupt you know, within five years of that time, which would put it right, you know, uh, late 2020. And I was wondering if, uh, you know, that had any weight to what's going on now or if, uh, if they averted that particular forecast by that new crown prince that you know kidnapped and and uh, extorted all of his distant cousins for extra money he was able to obtain you know extra extra assets that way to stave off the, the, the predicted bankruptcy so to speak i just want to know if that, that had any value to you anyways i'll take your answer off the air yeah the um the issue with saudi arabia is they need oil crude to sell at $100 a barrel for their economy to break even. That hasn't happened in years. As we're speaking now, Brent is selling for $60 a barrel. And, of course, they waged the murderous war against Yemen, and that cost a lot of dough, too. 
So the country's going down, and so too are all of them. Matter of fact, that's why I believe the United Arab Emirates pulled out of the deal with Yemen to keep slaughtering people over there. And uh, pulled out of the deal with Saudi Arabia. They were their partner in crime on the ground. Of course, America's their partner in crime, supplying them with the weapons to do it. But hey, we're making money off it, so it's okay. And again, that happened under Obama, by the way, just to make it clear, and carried through with Trump. So going back to your question, Matt, uh, I don't think Saudi Arabia is the, the signal. I think they're one of the victims, as are going to be all of the major exporting countries from Russia to, uh, to all the Middle East nations and other nations, particularly Venezuela, which is already in trouble, going deeper into debt. Because I don't see oil prices going up in the Greatest Depression. And the other issue is they can go up because of black swan events. And two of them that I noted was what's going on now with India and Pakistan. And the other one going on with China and their, their uh, land that they own, you know, Hong Kong but the people want to have their own government. So, and then if something breaks out in the Middle East with Iran, you'll see oil prices skyrocket to over $100 a barrel. You know, I'll bail out Saudi Arabia to some extent, but you know, it'll, it'll destroy the economy of the globe and bring on the greatest depression even worse than it is now. Now we got E from Edgewater. Hello there, E. Hi, Gerald. Hello there. Yeah, uh, I was. you were talking about the population. Why don't they put a freeze on any new people being born for about 10 years? Then we could get the population down to maybe a, a, a place where we could control things a little better. There's no <laughs> yeah. food and water for so many people. Yeah, I think it would be hard. I mean, uh... <laughs> they did it in China. They do it. They do it in other places. You're only allowed to have one point something children. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. no reason why. At one time, we needed a lot of people to fill up the world so we could build bridges and dams and do all the work for these rich fat cats. But now they don't need us anymore, so they're killing us. Instead of killing well, us, just put a right. freeze you're... on population. Well, you're right about what you just said about, you know, people say, well, you know, we're a nation of immigrants. Yeah, we're a nation of immigrants. They brought over the poor people from, from Europe and other places, mostly Europe. Right. And they All needed relative. people to build the bridges, the roads, and the, the, uh, the buildings, you know. Where I am up here right. in Kingston, this, this place used to have brickyards all over the place. There's, there's more Italians in Ulster County than, you know, they, they outnumber everybody. Because we used to, they, you know, the, the Paisanos, you know, they were good at stone yeah. masons. But you're right. They brought us here because they needed the, uh, the labor. And that's what I'm saying when I'm talking about the human waves and how bad it's going to be. And you pointed out, we don't need the labor anymore. So it's going to get quite ugly. But again, you know, you can't, you know, I, I doubt if they'll be able to pull it off by saying that... Um, well, Gerald, look, they, they did it with cigarettes. Did everybody think they'd be able to stop people from smoking in bars at night and stuff? It seemed like an impossible thing, but they did it one, two, three. 
One, two, good, three. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's Len Barry. Remember Len Barry from uh, back in the old days? He sang for that band that did the Bristol Stomp. Remember the Bristol kids, Stomp? Kids in Bristol are sharp as a pistol when they do right. the Bristol Stomp. You know Bristol they're talking about? Not in England. In Philadelphia, it's, it's, it's a suburb of Philadelphia. Bristol, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. That was back in 1963 or so. Remember that? that? The lead singer was Len Barry. Then he went out on his own made that song, One, Two, Three. Right. Now, now so anyway, thanks a lot there, stuff. E. And uh, you got some points there, already? but I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to pull that off in America. Or, or, and particularly in, in, in Africa. And China's a different trip. So yeah, they had the they had that population thing. I think now you're allowed to have two. But um, anyway, thanks for calling in. And of course, anybody else that has any questions or answers, call eight 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 seven four forty eight eighty eight. Eight 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 seven four forty eight eighty eight. You know, you know the markets are back up, and. I believe they're back up because they're rigged. They have a thing called the plunge protection team. This is not a conspiracy theory. It's a fact, a hard fact. So what happened? Well, a week ago, when I was on Progressive Radio Network, the markets were tanking. Woof! Way down they goes. So what happens? Trump gets on the phone. You know what he does? He calls the banksters up. The big banksters, the biggest of them. That's right. And all of a sudden, next day, through today, hey, markets are back up. Don't worry about a recession. Happy days are here again. Da 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 da. Yep. Call the banksters. Everything changed. Go back to a night before Christmas and all through the house. This past December. Again, you're not going to hear this from anybody else. Maybe it will but not on the mainstream media, definitely not, and not from most even progressive networks or the ones that like to call themselves so. The U.S. Treasury Secretary, Steven Mnuchin, Calls the banksters up, six of them. Unprecedented. You know why? The Dow was having its worst December since the Great Depression. That's right. The worst recession since the Great Depression. And this is the way it was reported back then. Mr. Mnuchin tweeted out details of his conversations saying the banks, quote, had ample liquidity. 
U.S. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin has made calls to the heads of the country's six largest banks in an unusual move aimed at reinsuring investors after big falls in U.S. stocks. Last week, U.S. stocks suffered one of the worst weekly falls in a decade. And as interest rates rise and the U.S.-China trade tensions rattled markets. Quote, the bank's chief executives confirmed that they had ample liquidity available for lending to consumer business markets and other market operations, the Treasury said in a statement. I can't say what the word is, but that's BS. He didn't call them up to see if they had enough liquidity. They all know the story. And by the way, Mnuchin has a track record as being a bank that has screwed a lot of people out of their homes. But hey, it's okay. Yep. They called them up because they're rigging the markets. After Mnuchin called the banks, remember this is Christmas Eve, markets are tanking. Not a Merry Christmas. The next day, next two days, markets were up over a thousand points. Trump did the same thing on Wednesday. Call the banks. Everything is great, he says. Just wanted to check in with the banks. By the way, bank stocks are doing terrible right now. Because negative interest rates and low interest rates, they can't make a lot of money. And besides, Trump says, I don't think we're having a recession. We're doing tremendously well. You ready for this? Our consumers are rich. You got that? Everybody listening, all you rich folks? Hey, with all your money, you know, send a couple of thousand to Occupy Peace. OccupyPeace.com, because we're going to war. And we want to stop it before it happens. And being that you're all rich and Trump said so, and yeah, make that, you know, a couple of hundred thousand. Or a dollar. Whatever you can afford. I don't think we're having a recession. We're doing tremendously well. Our consumers are rich. You ready for this? I gave them tremendous tax cut and they're load and they're loaded up with money. I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. You're loaded up with money. Don't you know that? Hey, fat mouth, Trump, born on third base and thought you had our own run. Yeah, you. According to the Tax Policy Center, 83% of the tax cuts went to the fat cats, the 1%. Oh, that's only a fact. And I know you, you facts don't care for you. That's why the markets went up. They're lowering interest rates all over the world. China, they just came out with a new scam themselves. They're lowering rates. 
interest rate reforms, they call it. You got $40 trillion in debt over there. This thing's going down big. Trump called the CEOs of the biggest U.S. banks on Wednesday as the stock market plunged. Yep. Trump held the call with J.P. Morgan Chase, CEO Jamie Dimon, Bank of America's Brian Monahan, and Citigroup's Michael Corbett. The Dow, by the way, had plunged 800 points. Worst day of the year. All right? It's 3% had plunged. On recession warning. Because the bonds, the inverted curve, the inverted yield curve, meaning that a short-term, you know, like a 30-day treasury, you get a better interest rate than on a 30-year one. And every inverted yield curve preceded recessions for the last half century. So... <clears throat> The president asked the three men, <clears throat> you ready for this, to give him a read on the health of the U.S. economy, according to one of the people. You know what that is. That's BS. He didn't have to call the banks up to get a read on the health of the U.S. economy. That's a lot of crap. He called them up, the plunge protection team. End of story. This is unprecedented. Not really. We just know about it now. They do it all the time. The game is rigged. The markets are being artificially pushed up. As I say, nobody can predict the future. There are too many wild cards where they're made by nature or by, I hate to use the word human beings because nothing seems human about us. Inhuman beings. Terrible is going on. Just terrible. Markets are clearly rigged. I don't believe they're going to go up much more. And even with lowering interest rates, they don't have a lot of powder left to boost the markets back up. In Europe, they're going to lower interest rates from minus 0.4% to minus 0.5% and pump in an estimated $56 billion a month buying up corporate and government bonds. China just came up with a new plan, as I said, to dump more dough in. One country after another. One country after another. They're all doing it. Swiss, you know what the bank rate is? Minus 0.75%. You want to get a mortgage? You go to the Netherlands. You get 0% interest. This is unprecedented in world history. 
the greatest depression is on the near horizon. When will it hit? <clears throat> Without a wild card, and there's no wilder card than the Trump card, I'm forecasting by early 2021. So you have time to plan, prepare, plan, prepare, and prevail before it happens. Save every penny you can. Don't waste it on unnecessary things. Bottled water. A bottle of water is probably like the tap water out of Jersey, Newark. Look at that, lead in the water, huh? What a surprise. Oh, and they covered it up for all those years. Oh, what a, that's a bigger surprise. One of the things that I would do also, if I was in charge, I'd be shrinking governments big time from federal level down to local. All these useless jobs, all these useless regulations, bureaucrats, bunch of worthless people that got jobs for the politi- from the politicians, their buddies, that create all this crap. These agencies. You want to cut hair? You need a you need you need a uh, you need a license to cut hair. We gotta get your money. You want to be a barber or a hairdresser? You gotta take a test. Yeah, okay. And get rid of this education system. It stinks. Let's go 21st century. Everybody's addicted to their technology already. Interactive you. Learn online. School's a joke. I hated every day of it. I had nightmares in my 40s. I ran away from kindergarten, crossed the Boston Post Road, left PS 76 or four and a half. Time to take a nap. No, it wasn't. I take a nap every day. I love taking naps. Gerald, you have to take a nap now. So the second day, I obediently laid down like all the other kids taking orders. And when Miss Rose turned around, foo-fop, boom, shoo, I was out of there. Took me out of kindergarten. You know, I'd be killed. Today, they have me all shot up with drugs. Prepare for the greatest depression. And unfortunately, we don't have the people in government, in the religions, in entertainment, and any leadership fields that are going to get us out of this mess. They're all going to drive us deeper into it. And when all else fails, they bring it a war. But there's opportunities. And the downtime is a good time for high times. And I'm not only talking about that other high. That cat is high. Oh, yeah, that cat is high. It's higher than the sky. No, no, not that high. Promoting, selling, branding, bringing people's spirits up, elevating humanity through morality and integrity, which I don't believe is going to happen unless we occupy peace. And of course, that's only the way I see it. And you know the motto of the Trends Journal, trendsjournal.com. Think for yourself. We cannot evolve in a state of war. You can't do it in your own personal life. You're going through problems with friends, family, loved ones. 
people you trust, gave all your trust to with all your life that ends up screwing you in ugly ways. You can't evolve, get to higher levels. You have to be in a state of peace. So that's the way I see it. And that's why Occupy Peace is so important to me. And we can't make it happen without the money behind it. And unlike Trump and unlike the Cuomo's and unlike the Anderson Coopers and all these people born on third base and thought they hit a home run. Yeah, I'm just a kid from the Bronx, grew up in Yonkers. Can't have wonderful father and mother. And, uh, but daddy didn't leave me the millions. The hundreds of thousands of the thousands. Got a 1977 AMC Eagle. May his soul rest in peace. Yeah, everything went to having two little sisters that would change your life, kids. Their mother wanted to take care of. Not a lot, but enough. So, Occupy Peace. I put everything I have into it. But I need your help to make it happen. So that's some of today's trends this week and trends in the news. And you could subscribe to the Trends Journal by going to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com, and Occupy Peace, Occupy Peace, occupypeace.com. Prepare, prevail, and prosper. The greatest depression is coming. They're not going to tell you this. They're going to lie and say everything's fine. But you really know the truth. You can feel it in your pocketbook, and you can feel it in your bones. This is Gerald Salenti, uh, Progressive Radio Network, Trends This Week. And uh, let's see. I got it. We're going to see you next week. Take care and all the best. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.